Part 5. When you do land, who do you want with you? We found it very helpful viewing this process through the eyes of a team that wants to be together again in the office. It helped us realise that employers committed to listening to their staff and making it possible to agree team-based approaches will need to be careful to keep an open mind about how the balance works between home working and office working. At this stage in the process of emerging from lockdown, many organisations can't expect to have developed views as to how they will look in a year or two's time beyond knowing where they think they want to sit on the spectrum that has 100% office working at one end and 100% home working at the other. When we asked one employer how he felt about this, he was fairly relaxed. We just have to see how things land and take it from there. His assumption was that the organisation's culture was undergoing a process of change. And for this to be a positive over time, it was essential that it should be allowed to evolve without the pace being forced from the top down. One of the greatest challenges emerging from the pandemic is the need for us to accept differences in the way that embraces our personal experiences in relation to COVID-19. This principle of accepting difference is key to reducing any possible polarisation between returners and stay-at-homers. This requires honest discussion, ongoing engagement, compassion, appreciation and respect for others' views as well as recognition that employees and employers have rights and leaders are responsible for protecting the best interest of the organisation that they lead. We discussed whether a blended model can really work. Before the pandemic, many businesses saw themselves operating a blended model of home working and office working. It might therefore be tempting for some to believe that all you need to do is return to your previous blended model and all will be fine. The fact that blended working might have given you a unified culture before coronavirus doesn't mean that it will necessarily continue to do so as you move forward. Taking with you all of the emotional fallout from the pandemic that is now part of our lives, like it or not. This is why so many organisations are still thinking through what sort of patterns of working will best serve them from now on. Many have acknowledged the difficulties involving in coming to a view on this by postponing any return to office working until the new year and beyond. A good number are currently negotiating early exits from their current leases to switch to either 100% or nearly 100% home working, or a blended model with smaller hubs to be used by teams for working together face to face. There have to be some tough choices. If you say your top team has agreed that you want a blended model, this could well be one of the moments when everything is both a little clearer and also rather more difficult. Let's imagine that most of your employees want to continue as office workers on the basis that they can work from home for up to one third of their time. The rest define themselves mainly as home workers and among them a number who want face-to-face -face collaboration once every six to eight weeks, if that. You might find that it simply isn't possible to give everyone what they want without creating a really fragmented and divisive culture as a result. In this case, it would surely be best to say so early on, rather than pretending that you can somehow create a unified culture around whatever blend of working employees say that they would prefer. In the process of handling these challenges, you will almost certainly need to make some tough choices 
about who among your current employees you see as essential to your future success. Are they concentrated among those who wish to work mainly from the office or from home, or is there a fairly even split? The answer you might come up with might surprise you. Once you have an answer, it will be easier to know what sort of attitude towards office working and home working best serves your future interests as a business. If you're a CEO, wondering whether you should define yourself mainly as an office-based organisation in future or as a home workers-based organisation with all of the appropriate opportunities for face-to-face -face networking and collaboration, we would ask you three key questions. Question one, how do you and your top team most want to define yourselves? Question two, what do your best people want? Question three, what do you know about how much their wants line up with them working at their best? Once you know the answers to these questions, you should be in a position to take a decision and jump. Of course, you don't have to treat everyone the same way. Your belief in diversity and inclusion means that there will always be exceptions and the exceptions need to be championed. At the same time, if you are to have a business culture that binds you together as one team, you need to make sure when you do jump, you do so with confidence and courage and as many of your best people as possible are alongside you. Are you looking at these questions thinking that something is missing? Well, there could well be, which is why we have two more. These are two questions that we discussed amongst ourselves as a project team. We never quite answered them with each other because we saw them as deeply personal and requiring proper reflection on all of our parts before any of us could hope to have a clear answer. Question four, have you got the right people for your business? Question five, are you in the right business for you? If you feel you've already got the right people working with you, it should be easy to say yes to question four and enjoy the fact that your answer is so positive. If you can't say yes, you'll need to think through what the future of your organisation will look like from a standpoint where you might need to say farewell to a number of your most senior staff. A key factor here is, of course, the extent of your ambitions for the business. Maybe the harsh truth is that some members of your team aren't as good as you need them to be for you to become a top performing business that you have to be to achieve your ambitions. Only you can know what you put first achieving your business ambitions or maintaining your current team. The final question is a big one. Is your business right for you? It is a comment on the scale of the turmoil that has been unleashed by COVID that we know a number of leaders who are currently unable to say an unequivocal yes in answer to this question. If your answer is that you don't think you're in the right business for you, the very fact that you've been able to say this is a huge step forward. Having made this statement, how about giving yourselves a little time to be open to whatever might flow as a result of your answer? You might come back to look on this as one of the most liberating moments in your life. But before you jump, if questions four and five resulted in two clear yeses, it's easy to know what you need to do next. It's back to question three and deciding when will be the best time to jump. Just before you do so, it will be important to take a little time and reflect on what building trust means for you. 
Are the people you trust the most your best people? Sometimes they are, but not always. Trustworthiness is an incredibly important quality that you will expect of your key people. Yet, you might also need some people around you who bring with them particular forms of brilliance and flair and entrepreneurialism. It might just be that one or two of them are at times rather like loose cannons and not as trustworthy as some others who are, like it or not, rather more mediocre. This is why it's important to press yourself. Whose faces come to mind first as the people you know you need alongside you if you really are to achieve your ambitions for your business? Once you've listened to your intuition and sounded out one or two of your closest confidants, one final question remains. How much do you really trust yourself as a leader? We have one final thought. Make sure that wherever you land, the vast majority of your best people land there with you.